we need to always be having conversations surrounded by race and not just waiting until a life is lost. In this case, it's 51 lives, most of whom were black women in Chicago that were killed over the last two decades. The cases have mostly been forgotten, but the stories of their lives have only recently come to light. Today is Wednesday, March 31st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. We talked to one of the student journalists sharing those women's stories as part of the project called Unforgotten. But first, a little bit of news, y'all. Street sweep season begins tomorrow in Chicago. Yeah, say that three times fast. Y'all need to avoid paying an annoying ass $60 by checking for those orange don't park signs. You know, the ones poorly strapped to the trees with a little bit of rope. I love to say you can't miss them, but uh, I consistently do. Chicago is getting two more mass vac sites. The mayor announced yesterday that one will be outside of Wrigley Field and the other at Chicago State University set to open Monday and administer up to 2,000 doses a day. The Bulls are looking to get back on track tonight as they ride a four-game losing streak into a matchup against one of the league's hottest teams, the Phoenix Suns and insurance salesman Chris Paul. Y'all, the Bulls are just 4-9 during March. Come on, let's go into April on a better note. Figure it out. Some good news for my Inglewood folks. The Resident Association of Greater Inglewood, or RAGE, is hosting their annual Easter egg hunt this Saturday at the Ogden Park Fieldhouse. Hey, don't let today's chilly temps fool you. You'll be chilling in warmer temps by the weekend. I mean, like the 60s. That's your quick news for Wednesday, March 31st. You know what I'm going to say next. If you want more Chicago stories, remember... Sign up for our daily newsletter at citycast.fm slash Chicago. Stick around. I feel like you have to give people a choice to care, but how can they even choose to care if they aren't even aware that this is an issue? Samantha Latson is making them aware by telling people about 51 women in Chicago who have been killed over the last two decades, most of whom were black women. Uh, many of these women's deaths were just ignored and their stories underreported in the media. Samantha was part of a team of students at Roosevelt University charged with profiling many of these women for a website called Unforgotten. Samantha, thank you for coming on CityCast Chicago. Thanks for having me. Uh, can you tell me who were some of these 51 women, names like Nancy Walker, Gwendolyn Williams? So definitely Gwendolyn Williams. I actually had the privilege of interviewing her sisters. And in that article, they talked about her being a protector, being their shield, being their big sister. And um, they also just talked about her being a great cook. And so, you know, this was this was just a regular woman. Or even with Nancy Walker, she was a dance instructor. She was a businesswoman. I recently spoke with Lakidra Chavis from The Trace, and she talked about when reporting on violence in the city, it's extremely important that we humanize these stories, that we don't get lost in numbers. Why has it been so important? 
as you've looked at these stories for you to really give each individual person their own write-up, their own sort of moment in the spotlight? With primarily most of these women being Black, I feel as though Black women are put into a box. And so this box is, well, if you're murdered, if you're killed, if you're missing, you're a woman of your own demise. You had to have done something to for something bad to happen to you. And so I think it's important for us to fight against that narrative because all of these women were different. They brought something to the world. Looking at these women reminded me of my aunts or I saw my sister, women that I identify with, you know, and they were loved. No, I hear you. And in reporting these stories, like you said, one of the things that was, I mean, so enraging is how quickly the news would say, you know, most of them were addicted to drugs or prostitutes, as if those labels matter at all when talking about people having lost their lives, people's loved ones having gone missing, having been murdered. And so you put this attention on how relatable these individual stories are as you get to know them. Uh, What's one of the difficult parts of sharing these stories? Well, I would say one of the difficult parts is, especially being a Black woman, is realizing that that could have been me. And so you really don't think about that until a situation forces you to. And I would say working on this project really forced me to think like, whoa, does society really care about Black women? You know, I'm in college. I'm on, People would say that I'm on the right track. But if I went missing tomorrow, the reality is no one would care. So it really doesn't matter if I wasn't a prostitute or if I wasn't on drugs. No one would care. What do you think the media is consistently getting wrong when it comes to covering stories that impact Black and brown women? You know, it's just like, okay, this was a hot story. Now we're just off to the next. But actually, I feel that there should be time taken out, you know, not just, oh, let's just cover the next Black person who was shot. Let's just cover the next um, story about a Black woman who has gone missing. Let's focus more on giving Black people time and actually taking the time to want to humanize them rather than label them. Yeah, understood. I mean, in order for us to to really increase the pressure, which, like you said, should always be there, should have already been uh, leveraged. It, it kind of takes us um, as individuals to to build this collective pressure that says we're not going to stand for this. Uh, but my hope is that when that collective energy comes together, it doesn't get you know turned into a hashtag that that's trending for a little bit. And then it's and then it's gone because we have seen those cases where a person's name or their story or bring our girls back, it pops up and it catches people's attention for a moment and then it drifts. How can we sustain the pressure and the energy needed to make this the important topic that we both know it is? Well, I think by having ongoing conversation, I feel like this country, I feel like we only talk about race when we have George Floyd's or Trayvon Martin's or Sandra Bland's. We need to always be having conversations surrounded by race and not just waiting until a life is lost. Samantha Latson, a senior student journalist over at Roosevelt. Good luck on your graduation coming up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. 
Define Samantha's reporting along with her classmates at unforgotten51.com. That's our show for Wednesday, March 31st. As always, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're also here with me, and I appreciate you. Feel free to show that appreciation back to us on Twitter and Instagram at CityCast Chicago. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.